Welcome to A Raw Perspective A Fresh Point of View I am your host Richard Anthony Wallace Once again Speaking to you through the airwaves I'm just a young man Trying to make sense of this world And bring others along with me For the ride A Raw Perspective offers a fresh point of view From developing our own self-awareness to navigating some of life's biggest choices, and even discussing outer space. So join me each week for a raw discussion on content that matters. Today's topic is a very heavy topic for me. This podcast dropped Tuesday, November 16th at 8.01 a.m. The... The date and time have true significance to me because it is the time of death of my, my father, Richard Dwight Wallace. That is when the doctor came in and told us that he had passed away. This was three years ago. Three years have, have passed and... I haven't spoken to my father since November 15, 2018. Uh, again, I remember the day before of, of what what transpired. Uh, I always do uh, uh, homage for my father on November 15th. I go to Chipotle. And I pick up a burrito, brown rice, chicken, pinto beans, hot sauce, sour cream, and lettuce. That was his last text message to me that I still have in my phone. I, I, I commute from work back and forth, uh, work at a small private Jesuit institution uh, in the north side of Chicago, and the following, that, that weekend, if my father didn't pass, it was supposed to comprise of a lot of things. Uh, the first thing was, we were, I believe that day we were going to go see apartments in the city to to live in because I had saved money to to do so. So I actually had taken that Friday off. So the weekend was supposed to consist of that. It was also supposed to consist of us getting our uh, concealed carry licenses since uh, this was an era of, yeah, America and and stuff. My dad and mom were like, yo, let's go get this concealed carry stuff. So, you know, let's do this. So we were supposed to do that. That was supposed to be the weekend. It was supposed to be a normal, normal weekend. Uh, again, November fifteenth is the last time I spoke to my dad. Uh, so he had some some chest tightness, but we really didn't think of anything significant because this man dealt with allergies through his entire life, and usually when he said that he was fine, he was fine. So uh, I didn't. We didn't really think of anything of it. I remember the last game that we watched was UIC versus Vincent 
St. Vincent and Mary. Now it's UIC won. I told them that UIC would win. Uh, yeah, I mean, that was the, the last time I was in the room, in his room, master bedroom. You know, said, you know, holla if anything happens, you know. Didn't think that would be the last time that I would have a conversation with my dad. Hell, nobody anticipates just your dad just passing away. <laughs> no one just like anticipates it. Oh yeah, my dad's gonna die tomorrow. No one, no one thinks of that. Um, so the day that it happened, and I've said this in my previous two podcasts. I, I was at home in, in the guest room. Mom was screaming profusely. I immediately jump out. I sprung into action. Dad having a difficult time breathing. Let me let me preference before if if you have let me disclaim if you have any any trigger trigger warnings. So let me do that. Trigger warnings to imminent death. Um, Seizures, yeah, death in general. Uh, I recommend that you fast forward through this. So I just wanted to preference that. So back to the to my mom screaming, and my dad is, uh, you know, there on the bed, seizuring and, and stuff, and came out of it and started saying he couldn't breathe. So I called nine one one. Said that they would be on their way. Um, Dad said, really having a hard time breathing. So we wanted to move him to uh, another room to see if he can get some air. So I was big enough to to hold him and stuff. Uh, We walked from his room, the master bedroom, all the way to the guest bedroom where I was supposed to be. And then... He just collapsed, and that's where he laid. Just started, yeah. Just you just feel so helpless when you're in that moment, um, and you just see that his eyes are are looking to a great beyond. When you, if you've ever experienced a person dying, that is one of the most humbling experiences, and the most saddest experience you'll ever ever witness because you literally see this person's life you, you see them transition into something whether you believe in a deity or not that they, they are going somewhere they see something you can just see their eyes just transform into something else and you're like holy shit this is really happening um and being able to, to witness that, yes, I, I continue to go to grief counseling to process my thoughts and feelings. But that will be an image that will never, ever go away. It is buried into my mind for the rest of time until I make my transition, whenever that day is. Because... At the end of the day, we are all born to die. As, as morbid as that sounds, we, we are born and then we die. 
that that is what happens. And seeing my dad laying there, my mom just and I've never seen so much sadness and anguish on a lady's face. And me being as cool as a cucumber, I don't know what what transpired over me. Maybe it's because I, I worked in residence life and dealt with crisis and trauma, and I was already, wouldn't say desensitized from it. It's just crisis mode is fight or flight, making sure that I had a level head. Um, paramedics came, did what they had to do, only could do so much, then they had to transport him to the, the hospital, and then we got the word at 8.01, yeah, passed on. My father, Richard Dwight Wallace, born March 26, 1957, died November 16, 2018. He had gone on to his mother and father, older brother, got uncles along the way. There's, you know, people that had preceded him before. And yeah, that's that's what transpired, y'all. I'm I'm a part of the the Dead Dads Club. I'll be going on my three year membership come November 16th. And I know people have, like, birthdays that, that they have, so, you know, joyous occasions for those that, that have birthdays and, and stuff. I know a couple people that do have birthdays on, on that day. Um, that birthday shares a, a significance of a, the passing of my father, so. It's it's an interesting feeling. Uh, the, the saddest thing that I had to do was call everybody that I knew and my father had passed. I had to call my brothers. Um, that was that, that, that sucked. The calling of, of my, yeah, calling my brothers, using the group me to let my fraternity brothers know that my father had passed, uh, Definitely sucks, man. Sucks. Sucks so bad. Tears are are starting to come down because it just sucks. It it really does. It 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 really does. I I want to give that moment of just you know feeling my feelings because even three years, they're they're still still vivid and yeah it really sucks man uh, I know people might have bad experiences with with family members parents and you might not have a, a, a good relationship with them sure it might not be the most ideal relationship that you have but they they are my parents as much as my mom fusses at me I still love my mom as much as my dad would, would cuss me out or something like that he's still my dad 
uh, but I have all the memories of, of all the good times, and he was always there. Uh, I, I can't say that he wasn't there. I can't say that he was a deadbeat. I mean, even even all the other things, trying to take care of my, my other brother, trying to be involved in his life, so he tried. Because um, me and my other brother share different mothers. It's another, I think I already did a podcast about that, so if you want to go through the archives, you can probably listen to it anyway. But, ah, uh, I, I definitely miss, that was, that was, that was definitely one of my best friends. Uh, we used to do everything together. We were part of the same fraternity. We used to watch sports together. We used to just talk about life. We used to go on road trips together. That was my guy. And moving on and, and, and transition three years later, man, it still sucks because there's times I just want to call him, hear his voice. I mean, I got voice notes and whatnot, but not to the point where it's an actual conversation. And sometimes my brother calls me because he says, you sound exactly like Dad. And I just want to hear your voice because it sounds like him. And a lot of people have said that. So the voice that you hear is is the voice that is my dad's. My my laugh, my mannerisms, all of that. Uh, it's pretty much a freaking carbon copy of him. And that's something I am, I am grateful for. Uh, the thing that sucks is the moving forward part, right? Um, the different milestones that, that I want to achieve and I want to accomplish, right? He's not going to be there when I get married, get married to the love of my life. Not going to be able to be like, man, I'm proud of you, son. Being at the wedding venue with, with my mother, you know, it's not going to be there. You know, hopefully have the privilege to to have, have children with the love of my life. And he won't be there to pick them up, spoil them, do like airplane, helicopter, whatever, do the lava hands, which I picked up from him. Oh. Won't see me get old. Oh God, I pray to God I get old. Yeah, it it just sucks, y'all. <laughs> it really does, and that's that's why I started this podcast originally, just to be a, a, a venting tool for me to just get my feelings out there. And through all this internal pain, anguish, I, I, I'm grateful for, for the man that I had the privilege of knowing for at least 28 years of my life. The, the lessons that were displayed to me to be a better person, to, to be a better man in, in society, 
to navigate life as a black man in in these United States of America. Him sacrificing, him and my mother sacrificing so much so that I can have the privileges to enjoy life for what it's worth. Um, like having the privilege to not have any, not have any college debt. I, <laughs> they, they sacrifice for me to have a, a college education that they pay for. They sacrifice, and I'm forever grateful for that. I, the, the opportunity to, to travel to, to various different countries to experience different cultures and different identities. I, I thank him for his hard work and sacrifice and privilege to do so. Um, thank him for just being a kind human being. I thank him for being my dad. Uh, I know he's, he's in a, another dimension. He has to be, because the way that I saw that transpire, <sighs> he, he's got to be somewhere, somewhere. And I hope when it is my time, and I hope I'm an old man, so that I can... He always said, do better than me. So I'm going to try and do better than 61 years and, and surpass you exponentially. I always wanted his kids to do better than him. So I hope I'm an old man with so much gray surrounded by my loved ones when it's time for me to take my final breath. And I hope when I have that glaze, I can see him through that glaze. So Richard Dwight Wallace, <laughs> I love you. Love you with all my heart. God, I miss you, man. I miss you so much, man. And I hope you're proud of me, man. I really do. I know you said you were. I just hope you continue to be proud of me. I love you, man. I love you with all my heart. And I'm going to see you one day. I'm going to see you one day. But I got to get old first. I got to do what you said. And you told me this. You told me to keep living. And so that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to keep living. So with that being said... I'm Richard Anthony Wallace. This is a raw perspective. Peace.